For the past few months, Russia has been conducting an operation of military pressure on Ukraine. Delegations are underway between NATO nations and Russia upon fears an invasion of Ukraine will take place. As the world holds its breath, members of the Ukrainian-Canadian community express their thoughts on this ever-evolving situation. This interview was conducted on January 29th, 2022. My name is uh, Valery Pesko, uh, and uh, uh, I'm a commu Ukrainian community member uh, in Winnipeg, Manitoba. I came to Canada um, almost 11 years ago now. Um, I, uh, uh, I'm an active member of a community I used to... Um, uh, I'm a co-publisher of Ukrainian Winnipeg magazine. Uh, the magazine has been on hold for the last uh, almost two years now due to COVID uh, reasons, but uh, before that we were pretty active. Um, I used to organize different events, uh, cultural events, uh, music concerts. Uh, we, we invited some guests from Ukraine. Uh, right now, there is over 100,000 Russian troops, Russian soldiers um, uh, at the Ukrainian border. Uh, they're uh, pretty much ready to uh, attack. Uh, from what I hear, uh, the lay latest uh, um, uh, they're almost ready, uh, and uh, uh, obviously uh, everyone in Ukraine is very concerned about this uh, situation. Uh, people, uh, some people are, you know, uh, some people are afraid. Some people are just uh, there. There is there's some people <laughs> that that are indifferent, but uh, mostly yes, uh, um, Ukrainian people are very concerned about the situation. Uh, my parents are, uh, still live uh, in Kiev, um, which is a city uh, city uh, capital city of Ukraine. Where where to, where is it to start? It's uh, it's really uh, the the issue goes goes really deep and uh, way back in in the past so um <clears throat> in the last uh, few hundred years uh ukraine was uh, under uh russian control the, ter the territory of ukraine was m most of territory of uh ukraine was under uh, russian control and uh, after the soviet union fell apart in 1991 um ukrainian people expressed their desire to become an independent nation uh which actually they were expressing for for all those hundreds of years but in front of, but uh russians were able to uh you know um, put down all the uh, de destroy all, all the uh, all, all the desire of ukrainian people to, to become independent so anyways uh, in uh, after the fall of soviet union in 1991 uh 1991 um ukraine uh, chose its own independent way of uh, you know living and uh, close as ukraine uh, is a close neighbor of russia two nations were still you know going sort of side by side uh we were uh, th th there were several uh, controversial uh, episodes but uh few for first few years uh, of independent independence in the early 90s mid 90s uh, the situation was uh, um pretty stable um and uh, but 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 uh, you know as the uh, I, I guess as we, as we go forward the uh, somewhere around uh, 2004 the situation started to shift um, you know in the late 90s uh, Russia got the new president Vladimir Putin uh, he despite his promises of 
you know, continue, uh, continue democratic uh, path for his nation. He uh, started to uh, switch more and more into uh, authoritarian uh, rule, and um, uh, and and uh, uh, basically that the, that was not what Ukrainian people were. Uh, were, were supporting, right? And uh, um, <clears throat> uh, so, so back in 2004, uh, Ukraine had its first uh, uh, revolution. It's called Orange Revolution. When uh, we, um, uh, we, we, when the, the president, uh, there was this. Uh, Pretty large falsifications at, uh, during the uh, presidential elections in 2004, and uh, uh, the uh, uh, pro-Russian president that was elected, uh, the, the uh, Ukrainians basically choose to. Uh, uh, they would okay. Let's put it this way: U Ukrainians went went on the streets to protest uh, those uh, falsif falsified elections back in 2004, and. Um, um, uh, that, that sort of started our whole history of, uh, you know, uh, going, trying to drift away from uh, Russian influence. Um, and uh, uh, it continued back in 20, uh, 2013 after, you know, the next president. Uh, it wasn't, it was the next, uh, like uh, after. So uh, in 2010, um, a pro-Russian uh, president, uh, Viktor Yanukovych, was elected. Uh, and um, uh, eventually it led uh, to uh, a revolution of dignity in 2013 when uh, peaceful protesters went on the streets to protest uh, uh, his policy his policies um, the main uh, the main reason was that uh, they didn't sign uh, the uh, what was it? The uh, economic. Um, anyways, the, 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 so so the protesters went on, on the street to protest his policies, and uh, uh, eventually that led to uh, to, to uh, him uh, resigning, and uh, he 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 escaped the country. He fled the, the Ukraine to Russia. Uh, so, uh, but those events. Uh, those events basically started the war uh, in the eastern Ukraine. In eastern Ukraine, um, Russia, uh, with the support of Russian troops, uh, so-called rebels, they they uh, took over uh, a certain region of uh, eastern Ukraine um, and Crimea. Uh, first it was Crimea, and then uh, then Russia started uh, uh, started the war in the eastern Ukraine. Um, so. But what's important uh, since that time, since like 2010, even since 2004, uh, there has been a huge shift in Ukrainian uh, culture. Ukrainians became, um, <clears throat> uh, since uh, 2004, Ukraine started, you know, drifting uh, more and more away from Russia uh, uh, culturally, despite, uh, and, and basically uh, after uh, Russia invaded Eastern Ukraine in 2013, uh, people of Ukraine, uh, uh, basically saw what our uh, neighbor is capable of doing, uh, what uh, our Russia's intentions were. Uh, so um, that forced even more people to, you know, start drifting away more from, from Russia, from uh, Russian culture. Uh, there were several important events um, 
that happened a um, few years ago, uh, like in 2019, Ukraine finally got its own independent um, uh, Orthodox Church um, because uh, for centuries, um, the three, three, basically three quarters of population of Ukraine associate, uh, they call the three quarters population of Ukraine call them, them, themselves uh, uh, Orthodox, uh, Christian Orthodox Christians. Um, so uh, this is important. It was a very important step to uh, for Ukraine to finally uh, uh, get its own uh, independent church because all those years uh, uh, since the uh, beginning of independence, uh, Ukrainian church was um, basically it is like a part of of the Russian Orthodox Church. Uh, so um, that's that. Um, now many many people uh, after after the uh, after, after events in uh, eastern Ukraine after Russia invaded uh, eastern Ukraine uh, and uh, annexed Crimea, uh, they started also switching uh, to Ukrainian language uh, because back back in the day um, it was. Uh, more more people preferred not not more people but there were many people speaking Ukrainian uh, speaking Russian just uh, because um, back back in the day uh, in the days of Soviet Union Russian was more of a, a language of you know uh, elites uh, and the Ukrainian language was more more uh, present in uh, um, you know smaller smaller towns and villages but now in the recent uh, like 10 years situation, Changed dramatically. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, much more people are uh, switching from Russian to Ukrainian. Um, so uh, you know, just there is Ukrainians. Many Ukrainians doesn't want to uh, associate themselves with the Russia anymore. They doesn't want to do anything with Russia anymore. They have uh, different values. Um, you know. Uh, they see what is the state of human rights, what's the state of human rights in Russia, what's the state of freedom of speech in Russia, that was the state of women's rights, uh, you know, uh, all, all that. And uh, they just, uh, they feel that European values are much more closer to them compared to, to, to Russia, uh, to, to Russian values. And um, they, they just want to live, you know, peaceful, normal life. But unfortunately, as we see, um, uh, Russia uh, doesn't want to lose control over over uh, Ukraine. Um, uh, that that's 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 how this whole uh, situation started. Uh, Ukraine expressed uh, uh, its desire to join, eventually join uh, NATO. Uh, it's it's not a question of you know of uh, months or even uh, years. It's it's a it's like a long term idea but uh, but but ukraine is is moving forward with it uh, and um, officially uh, russia is concerned about ukraine uh, officially russia is concerned about its um, <clears throat> uh, safety security in the region um, because they think that they, they believe that not nato having nato so close to their borders would would, would potentially bring some escalation or whatever war to their doorsteps. However, uh, I think uh, another important reason is that uh, um, <clears throat> Vladimir Putin being an uh, uh, <laughs> being a uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> authoritarian leader. Uh, he uh, he he has to show Russians, you know, the power, uh, the, the the power, his powers, and. Uh, uh, you know, if you look back into uh, history of Russia within last uh, after the fall of Soviet Union, every every, every second year they, they were involved into uh, some sort of war. Um, in uh, either it, it's in a, it's a former um, uh, former Soviet Republic or. Syria or something, but Russia's involved uh, in, in, into different uh, military conflicts, uh, and um, I think it's for them. It's one of of, of uh, the ways to sh to to the uh, one of the ways of their uh, politicians to show uh, you know citizens that they are strong, their power is strong, the country is strong, um, and if you stay with us. Everything's gonna be stable, just it ha uh, just the way it has been. But uh, yeah, the country over here, you know, we're we're protected by oceans. Like it, it, here in North America, we haven't experienced like potential like invasion pressures or wars on our border at all. So like it's a almost completely alien situation. You know, I I spoke to my parents. They they are concerned uh, about uh, situation. Uh, everybody is concerned there. Uh, the the thing is that uh, Ukrainians, if if Russia decide to invade, Ukrainians will fight. Right? They, we have a very strong national uh, national idea and national uh, spirit uh, and uh, there was uh, I think there was a poll at the end of last year and uh, one third of Ukrainians uh, said that uh, in, in case of uh, uh, invasion they will fight one third of population right and then uh, it was at the end of last year it wasn't such a hot topic back back then <clears throat> uh, so it, it's um, it, it seems like at this point uh, just full-scale invasion would be such such a massive um, mistake, and uh, uh, bl it will uh, turn out eventually it's such a huge blow to to uh, Russian Russian rule Russian rulers that uh, it doesn't seem. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to like say anything about this, but uh, I, I I I I hope it's it's not going to happen. Uh, you, you can't you can't tell what's in the heads of uh, uh, Russian rulers at this moment, but uh, you know another uh, besides um, full scale invasion, it could be just uh, something that they're already try trying, something they're they're already doing, which is cyber attacks, right? Uh, the panic, uh, the the they can try influence uh, the economy in the region, right? So just uh, when you know that you know. Uh, you, you, your economy getting worse. You have a you have a potential threat. You have a threat. Uh, you know, a couple hundred kilometers away from your city or from your town uh, at the border with Russia. Uh, so it just doesn't work well for. Uh, it doesn't do any goods for uh, people's uh, mental health. So that could be one of the uh, Russians' uh, potential strategies of on how how to handle the situation. Do you think world leaders are? handling the situation correctly like canada's you know what was it um 120 million dollars in armaments 
the sanctions and things that world leaders are uh, potentially imposing on Russia if they go through with it. Do you think this is the correct course of action? Support from the world is definitely very important. Uh, without, if Ukraine was left alone to deal with this, um, that would be a different situation, a different story. Even though uh, we have to admit that in the, uh, within the last uh, uh, 10 years, uh, since <clears throat> a little bit less than 10 years since uh, the Russian annexed Crimea, Ukrainian army, uh, you know, uh, has gone through uh, a lot of upgrades. It's not the army that was 10 years ago. It's uh, much stronger, but uh, you still cannot compete with the, you know, Russian army, which is like, I think it's rated second or maybe third. After, well, they say it's second uh, after US. So um, the support of, of, uh, uh, Europe, European um, partners of states, uh, Canada is very important. Um, <clears throat> we, I, I don't, I don't think Ukraine really needs uh, international soldiers, uh, you know, to uh, come come and fight for for Ukrainians. Ukrainians are capable to defend themselves, uh, but uh, weapons are, uh, that states are currently uh, delivering to Ukraine uh, are would be a great help and is a great help uh, modern uh, modern defensive weapons is something that we need um, <clears throat> and then yeah pressure on all the fronts uh, political economical uh, is also important even though uh, Russians trying to play it that uh, they don't don't care about economic pressure and everything but it, it does work uh, it does work um, and uh, you know when if if our the worst uh, uh, forecasts will come true, uh, it's gonna get much much worse for them, and uh, uh, they will affect the live livelihoods of, of their people, right? I guess that's that's the real struggle when you're like when you're when you're dealing with a country that's very authoritarian, have control over everything but but at the same time you you also don't want to villainize like the everyday person absolutely uh, absolutely and uh, that and, and that's true like i'm i'm sure despite <clears throat> despite the uh, you know russian tv uh, despite having all, all the propaganda on russian tv um there are like many people that they don't want war they don't see any uh, Profit in it. Uh, what's they don't see any purpose in the war. Uh, you know, some of them still uh, believe that the Ukrainians are their friends, and and wish we wish we, we are right. We like we, we don't want to we don't want to fight with with anyone. We just Ukrainians. We just want to live peacefully, uh, be a good neighbors uh, in their country. But uh, you know, politics and. Uh, Imperial ambitions of, of Russian leaders just uh, drawing us to to, to this. To, uh, uh, they drawing us uh, on the brink of war, and um, <clears throat> uh, another thing to remember, yeah, like uh, what is 
uh, we always we, we, we talk about uh, you know armies and uh, we talk about uh, like econ econ economies and uh, territory and um, you know, when we speak about war but like uh, later when you know the uh, the war is over you have all this injured people you have all this uh, broken families broken lives um, back uh, when Russian backed separatists started the war in eastern Ukraine in 2013 and um, a lot of people a lot of uh, all over the world uh, used to send uh, <coughs> collect money and send uh, send money to Ukraine to these you know soldiers uh, that uh, got injured in the war uh, at the war time and uh, you know they it's not like the, the show in movies they they shoot the guy five times and he got a few scars it's like you you're lacking limbs right you don't have an arm your life people's lives exactly become a exactly hell. and it's it's not like a dozens of it's uh, dozens of people it's uh, thousands of people right uh and uh, so you just you, you completely break life of thousands of people in addition to you know everything else uh, in addition to the people you, you know you killed uh houses you destroyed so uh, it's just a just a terrible thing